getting better every week guys <laughs> i don't know why we don't have a record deal already because that was magical i'm magical you are uh, but that's also the sound of people's nightmares uh, we can pull the night and that's all you hear yeah. people at home you're missing the creepy tongue action this i'm disturbing right in my headphones <laughs> yeah but I'm also flapping my arms like a chicken. So there's that too. It's, it's magical. He's welcome. And on that podcast of creepy noises. No. What are we doing? Welcome to Fan Faking Tastic. We're a podcast where we drink alcohol and read fan fiction so you don't have to. That's right, because you don't want to. Hey. <laughs> I'm Ashley. Hey. I'm Hannah. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> Most of the time. Most of the time. And tonight we're drinking mini bottles. Or well, really, really big bottles. Or really, really big bottles. Or medium sized bottles. Or medium sized bottles. We're Goldilocksing this shit. Yep. Next week we get to do wine and candy pairings. Yes, because Hannah will be here with us. And I'm so excited. Ooh. Hannah better be excited too. I think she might be dead. I just wooed. I'm so excited. Okay. Oh, okay. That was like the I, most I, I not excited woo ever. That was like you're getting a root canal. Woo. That was a Fluttershy woo. No, that was way. I, I, I could have done. I could have been. Woo. But yeah, see? Okay. Well, given that that was your other woo option, all right, I accept your excited woo. Say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So tonight, again, we're drinking Dealer's Choice, mm-hmm. and we already played some Would You Rather. Yep. Go listen. Went poorly. It did. Well, <laughs> it was a lot of tangential discussion, but that's cool. Because we got to learn about Ashley's wish list. <laughs> Just how I'm referring to it from And how on. to blow your friend's nose. <laughs> and... Yeah. I'm a font of knowledge. Um, please, if you do that, take video and send it to us so that we can know. I'll do it tomorrow on. with Jeremy. Oh my God, please do. <laughs> I'll be like, Jeremy, this is Sarah's birthday present, and I'll do it for you. It's terrible. <laughs> the other person, he's like shook, and their lives are not the same. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All right. So tonight we're going to continue on with our story of Harry Potter and his psychic serpent. Yep. Um, but first, oh, are you ready, Hannah? <laughs> yes. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay, because it's it's gonna get weirder uh, before really it gets better. I'm so glad. Uh, I, I know, to know but the problem. Oh, it's gonna get so <laughs> it's much. It's already weirder, so guys. weird. Have you read all of it? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I wanted to get weird so bad. It's, it's gonna get it's gonna get weird. <laughs> We're gonna get there. All I'm right. So it's already uh, the first... It's gonna get really weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah, buckle up. Um, first, let's talk about some stuff. Yeah. Cool yeah. things. Cool things. Sarah knows the coolest people. I know, right? So um, a couple weeks Ooh. ago, we talked about Sweet Looks Collection that makes the bow ties, which you still need to get a bow tie for Barley. Because he needs to look fashionable. I will. Um, I need to write this down. But here, you have a little card, because I have them. Um, but I'm going to write it down here, so okay. that way when you post the picture, gotcha. it'll be on Instagram. Um, but since Christmas is fast approaching, and apparently according to these stores, it's already here, 
uh, I decided to get with my Christmas yeah. shopping early and ordered some awesome suspender and bow tie collections from Sweet Looks Collection. And they came really fast and they're amazing. Um, I got Star Wars ones, obviously. And they come in all kinds of like sizes. And if you have a pattern that you really want and you don't see, you can message them and they can probably find it, which is how I got Chicago Bears ones too. Which, yeah, don't ask. Um, it was either that or the Patriots and I couldn't bring myself to buy Patriots stuff. At least they so Bears. But at least we got more Star Wars stuff than anything else. And that's the important part. Um, so they make adorable bow ties. They make reversible hats. They make all kinds of really cool stuff. And you can use the code FANFICANTASTIC10 and get 10% off if you order from them. Uh, you should. They make cool stuff. And they're nice people. Um, in addition, if you are not listening to A, Deadly Manners, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Oh, Hannah, are you listening? Oh, oh my God. So right? I was it's so shocked. So good. It's my favorite. I was so shocked with last week. Oh my god, episode seven. Oh, so uh, did not see that coming. Uh, I did not. But I really am rooting for Olivia and the Butler to hook up. Okay, well that's not a surprise. Yeah. No. No, from like episode one, I was like, go Olivia, go Butler. Right? Yeah. Because he's creepy and yeah. lurch-like. And we've already established that we dig lurch. Yeah. Yeah, so you should check not out really. Deadly Manners. Yep. I oh. would say my dad wrote a porno, but it's gone. For a while. It's uh, a hiatus. I know it'll come back, but right okay. now there's a Belinda-shaped hole in my heart. <laughs> uh, how deep is uh, that uh, hole? Uh, so, <laughs> if it's Belinda's hole, it's really deep. Oh. Um, uh, the dollop. The, oh, the dollop has a brand new Donald Trump two-parter. Dude, have you listened to it? Not yet. It's, okay. my, it's my commute tomorrow. I listened to both episodes today. And, like, wanted to cry in my car driving over to your house. Oh, no. Because I was like, we're already fucked. But then listening to more of it, I was like, guys. Yeah, man. Guys. Dave Anthony has a way of just we're ruining so your day. Fucked. I know. God. Every time I'm like, I love this thing. Well, okay, not everything. But I'm like, I love this thing, like Griffith Park. And then he does a dollop on it, and you're like, well... Fuck my life. <laughs> I used to like Errol Flynn, and oh, I don't now know. I don't. And now I don't because he tried to buy people, right? Amongst other horrible things. Uh, yeah, because uh, he like uh, whipped out his dick when he was seven. What was with that? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and then you got a job. So yeah. So, yes. Go listen to the Dollop Deadly Manners. And, dad wrote a porno. Right. And, and our friends, your average quest. At your average quest. Yeah. Follow if, along with them. Join right? the adventure. Um, yeah, if you like D&D &D or listening to other people do some kind of D&D-ish game because you yourself don't want to do it, it's a solid, solid adventure. Yeah. Um, they just did their Halloween one, <laughs> and now they're doing it. They're going to do a turkey day and a winter like holiday Aww, campaign. So, um, yeah, if you're not listening, you should tune in and check them out. Cool. Pretty solid. And they're nice people, too. Yeah. So, listen up. Um, Someday we'll get cool enough that we can meet Dave, Anthony, and Gareth. Uh, no, I want to meet Gary. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. You guys ready for some Harry Potter goodness? Yes. As ready as I'll ever be. Oh, you will be. I'm so excited. You should be excited. All right. <clears throat> Here we go, guys. Harry Potter and the Psychic Serpent, Chapter 5, The Ringer. Yay! Oh, what happened? 
Oh, last oh, time? Oh, we're playing Quidditch. That's right. Yes, they were That's playing right. Quidditch. Um, they discovered saggy tits. They made, <laughs> they made it to the burrows. All right. The next morning, they all kept bumping into each other while preparing to go to Diagon Alley. Oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm in your way. I'm sorry. Whose butt was that? <laughs> after they had eaten, they each had to step into the kitchen fireplace one by one after Mrs. Weasley had thrown in a pinch of flu powder. And then they had to yell loudly, Diagon Alley, and make sure they got out the right grate, which Harry learned the first time. All right. You have to enunciate and knock it out at weird nocturne alley. Mrs. Weasley was staying at home with Charlie. Bill was accompanying them on their shopping trip. He went first, followed by Ron, Ginny, Harry, George, Hermione, and Fred. Mr. Weasley and Percy had already apparated to work at the Ministry of Magic. They'd have to walk out the lane to do it, though, since the house was now an apparition-free zone. Thanks a lot, Harry. Making them do extra work. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's literally Harry's M.O., making people do extra work. Right. It's true. It should be on his business card. Yes. Harry Potter, making people do extra work since Since, I was born. Since 1994. Um, They all ended with a thump in Madame Malkin's robe shop. Hermione was the only one who didn't need new robes. She just wanted nice ones for feasts and dates. (laughs) I haven't grown any taller from the previous year, she sighed. I guess I've just stopped. Well, you're a girl, so yeah, you probably did. You look fine to me, Bill told her, smiling. Hermione turned away, reddening. Harry got a funny feeling in the pit of his stomach and felt, for the first time since he'd known him, an almost irresistible urge to kick Bill the dragon sk- in his dragonskin boot-covered shins. That's where he wants to kick him? Yeah, apparently in his shins. Did we lose Hannah? I think we lost Hannah. Hannah! Let's go. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. Welcome back. Okay. Okay, we lost you. Sorry. No worries. That's cool. We recovered quickly. Shit no happens. one will know. <laughs> we'll also cut that out. No, leave it in. It's authentic. All right. Finally, we have this for you guys. All right. Uh-oh. Hannah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> Harry has the urge to kick Bill in his dragon skin covered shins. Um, not like in his balls or anywhere that's actually effective. No, just his shins. Just his shins. Well, Harry's not, you know, he's, he's not going to mean bone in him. Yeah. I'm going to kick you in your shins. What, Hannah? I said that escalated quickly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Bill told Hermione she was pretty, so now Harry has like rage. Yeah. Shin kicking rage. Oh my god. Right. Of course. George and Fred were going into their seventh year. We really should look naff. Um, we should look really naff last year, Fred said. Go out with a bang. They had the Triwizard Tournament winnings Harry had given them, and they'd invested some of it to make sure they wouldn't spend it and they would be there for them when they finished school, their father's idea. But some of it they did want to spend. Fred and George started looking at the nicest robes in the shop, and Harry joined them thinking that it would look better for his prefect badge to be on some really nice robes. He hadn't mentioned being a prefect, nor had Hermione, since arriving in the borough. After the way Percy behaved himself while a prefect, he didn't want the Weasleys to think that he was full of himself. Harry had Ron's eyes on him while he and Ginny sorted through the secondhand robes. Both of them had grown quite a bit in the previous year. Ginny towered over Hermione. 
But first, Harry needed to get some money out of the bank. He told Bill he was going to Gringotts, and Bill started to come with him. Harry stopped him. Shouldn't you stay with them? <clears throat> Bill looked back and forth between Harry and his siblings, torn. What? Listen, Harry said. I'll be at Gringotts. You work there. Goblins all over the place. I'll be fine. Stay with them. He said, nodding at Hermione and the others. Bill relented and nodded at him. Hurry back. He did, and then stood for what felt like an excruciating length of time, having his new robes measured. These were by far the nicest robes he'd ever had. Looking at himself in the mirror, he felt strangely grown up and realized he looked even more like his father than ever. I really need that haircut, Harry thought, so I'll look like me instead. The mirror yelled back at him yeah, after a time. Yeah, you fucking hippie. Sorry. <laughs> All right. The mirror yelled back at him after a time. All right, all right. You look gorgeous. Sheesh, give it a rest. That's my kind of mirror. Yeah, right. Wow. Stop being full of yourself, bitch. Move on. <laughs> uh, we, didn't read, we didn't read our rules. Fuck. Okay, the rules. Ready? These are the rules. <laughs> Everybody shut up. We're starting the podcast. <laughs> the rules state you must have at least one drink before you start. We did that. We did that. We did that. Anytime anyone says ew or gross, you drink. We did that. We did that. You can use a safe word, which is Pee Wee Herman. Ladies, Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. But we can override your Pee Wee Herman if we think it's bullshit or if we want to see you suffer because we're jerks. And, and we our disclaimer you, you may. You may. Yay. Okay, now we're good. Go ahead. All right. So Podcast back on. Back to the story. <laughs> Sidebar over. Um, yeah. After robes, they went to flourish and blots for their books. In addition to the standard book of spells, grade five, and other fifth-year versions of books they had already been studying for the previous four years, Harry and Hermione also needed taking the OWLs, preparing yourself for the worst experience of your life, by Eglantine <laughs> Etude. It's the best title ever. Fred and George gave Ron the copy they'd used. They'd shared it. And this year, they were going to share Percy's old copy of Taking the Nastily Exhausting Wizarding Tests and Your Thought <laughs> Newts and You Thought the Owls Were Bad. Again, by Eglantine A. Toot. Uh-uh. I like this chick. Harry also noticed that the, uh, that the Sweet Briar publishing anthology of Muggle literature was on the fifth year list, and he picked up a copy. It had quite a lot in it. Plays, Shakespeare's Shaw, Chekhov, some short stories, The Lottery, The Gift of the Magi, and even entire novels, Lord of the Flies, Test of the Dubervilles. Ooh, why? Sorry, that was me. I <laughs> Not Lord of the Flies. Yeah, but Tess is, Tess is read awful. It. Um, I was like 11 when I read it, and I wanted to punch Tess in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's that was actually bad. a pretty smart thing for... Hogwarts students to have. I approve of that. The Sweet Briar Publishing Anthology of Muggle Literature? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like everyone should have Shakespeare. Well, I feel like, in all honesty, for them to function decently in society, even though they have their own society, it would be helpful to understand Muggle history. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, know who Shakespeare is. People say, like, out, out, damn spot. You get what they're coming, you know, they're they're coming from. Right. Right. Because otherwise you just keep putting the dog outside. Yeah. Uh, but I'm uh, That was bad. I'm sorry. You're banished. Hi, uh, everybody. <laughs> All right. Harry wondered what class it was for. It would make good reading in any case. It's from thought. fucking Muggle Studies, Harry. Duh. Yeah, but Muggle Studies is optional. Remember, you choose it because you want to go into that field. Oh. 
No, I don't remember, but thanks for reminding me because you're a geek. <laughs> and proud. Hey, valuable information, Ashley. Yeah, well, what page was the werewolf fucking... 394. Why do you know that? Why do you know that? Because we're awesome. Is that the word? Yeah, that is, is that the, the word. word. Final okay. information for your yeah. everyday life. <laughs> okay, sorry. You know Go what? Ahead. One day when I want your students to know that you also are a werewolf, <laughs> that's what I'm going to roll in. I'm going to roll in with my capes of swishing and be like, turn to page 394, <laughs> and then they're going to be like, oh shit, Ash is a werewolf. Yep, just like that. I have a better question. With my capes Why have you not just Yeah, that's what, that's what Snape did. He was all like, swish. <laughs> Snape, Snape. Snape, Snape. Why have you not just printed this all out? Oh, because it's fucking pages. And yes, I, we're reading all of it. Yeah, but I also haven't had ink in like four weeks. Okay. Where was I? Oh, mogul literature. There we go. Um, it was like a whole library by itself, somehow magically packed into one average-sized book. Oh, my God. It's like a Kindle. He Just noticed Ron crossed what? it off his list, but didn't buy it. Ron's a dick. And when they'd replenished their potion supplies to the apothecary, they decided to get lunch in an outdoor cafe. But on the way, they passed quality Quidditch supplies. Fred and George stopped, their faces glued to the window glass. Then they turned to look at each other, nodded, and told the others to wait for them. We'll be right back, said Fred. Or George, one of those two. <laughs> Sorry, it was Is that George. literally what it says? <laughs> no, it was George, but I said Fred, and really doesn't matter. It does. One oh of them God. has an ear and the other doesn't. No, they both have ears. Not yet. Yeah, neither one is holy. Neither one is holy yet. About oh, ten shade. minutes later, Fred and George emerged from the shop carrying four long packages. They handed two of them to Ron and Ginny. Belated birthday presents. You get a dildo. <laughs> Sorry. Belated birthday presents from your loving brothers. They you say. get a dildo and you get a dildo. No. Okay. Oh, no, God. Oprah. We're not giving the children dildos. No. Legal wizarding age of consent is whatever. They're all fucking 20 in my head in this. <laughs> otherwise, it just gets too weird. It they does. all have to be in their 20s. Otherwise, it's too weird. Okay. Uh, my birthday was three and a half months ago, complained, complained Ron. He just got a fucking broom, and he's like, but it was last month. I mean, you don't know that it's not a dildo. Yeah, what? They went into quality Quidditch supplies. I so doubt, it's a dildo that's got, like, I doubt that QQS stocks Quidditch-shaped dildos. Why not? That's weird. So you get the bludger? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. I do not. Oh my That's god! Incredible. You're welcome. Oh. Talk about shitting bricks. <laughs> um, <laughs> my birthday was three and a half months ago. Complained Ron, and you forgot it entirely. I hope it's better than my not belated birthday present. Ginny began. That's what you get for having April Fool's Day for your birthday, Ginny. George said, "Open it." She and Ron tore the paper off their packages. Inside were brand new, shining Nimbus two thousand one brooms. Ginny exclaimed over hers. The top of the line is the Nimbus 3000 now. And the Firebolt, of course. But these are a damn sight better than what you've been writing, said Fred. Don't worry. We didn't get ourselves Nimbus 3000 or Firebolts. Ours are the same as yours. Otherwise, we couldn't have afforded four of them. These are marked down now. <laughs> so they got discount old uh, uh, hmm. It's better than discount old Plus they have those like, really, really shitty old clean sweeps. Yeah. And yes, I know that part too. Yeah, clean sweep 2000. Yeah. 
I know what they're called. Did you? Yeah. Okay. First year. Everybody's got clean sweeps, mm-hmm. and then Harry gets a fucking firebolt. I remember that. No, he got a Nimbus. Whatever. Thing will have destroyed it. And oh my like, god, he whatever. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> whatever. Uh, I love you both. Whatever. Anyway. Ginny hugged Fred and George in turn. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Then she paused. Do you have any money left now? Fred and George looked at each other. Actually, no. But we could wait until we get home to have lunch. No need, said Harry, Ma- Harry Moneybags Potter. <laughs> lunch is on me. <laughs> I add the Moneybags part. It uh, fits. It does. Because <laughs> one day, Harry Moneybags Potter will marry Jenny Sagittarius. So like, <laughs> You're invited to the wedding of... Harry Moneybags Potter and Jenny Sagittarius Weasley. Jesus. <laughs> no, he's not invited. Uh, <laughs> okay, Harry said it's on me. Ron was still staring at his unwrapped Nimbus 2001 open mouth. I've never had a new broom before. Fred came over to him. Well, like I said, it's not top of the line, but Ron looked up, his face shining. I don't care. Thanks, Fred. And you, George. His brothers looked at his face and laughed. You're welcome, Ron, Fred said. Ron was still gazing rapturously at his new broom. Fred cleared his throat. Are you sure you two wouldn't like to be alone? A little soft music, some wine. <laughs> they all laughed and Ron colored, putting the package back on the broom to protect it. He cradled it in his arms like it was a baby as they walked to the cafe. Or his lover. <laughs> they spent a good deal of time at lunch. The seven of them laughing and talking, several overlapping conversations going on simultaneously while they ate. Harry almost didn't notice a very pretty girl with chin-length, shining black hair standing next to his chair until he rose to throw out his trash and almost knocked her over. Who is it, guys? Hack? I, I wasn't thinking. Drink about Um, It's a girl with chin-length, oh. shining black hair. Oh, um, so it's not Hack or Draco because they're both is men. Is it the one he Cho had Chang. a crush on? Cho Chang. Cho Chang. Yeah, I was right. Yep. Oh, I didn't see you there, he said to her, trying to recover his balance. It was Cho Chang, the sixth-year Ravenclaw seeker. Harry recognized um, some of the other Ravenclaws, holding his shopping bags from Madame Malkin's and Flourish and Blot, standing a few yards away. How are you, he asked her, trying to shut out the feeling of overwhelming guilt again, the image of Cedric's lifeless body. Sorry. R.I.P. Can I talk to you for a minute, um, alone for a minute, Harry? Cho asked him. He looked uncertainly at Bill. I'll stay in sight, he informed Bill, and led her over to its empty table, out of earshot of the others. He noticed Hermione and Ginny watching them. What's up? He asked her when they were alone at the empty table. She took a deep breath, as though she were going to do what she was going to do took a great deal of courage. Harry, on our first weekend trip to Hogsmeade, would you like to go out with me? <gasps> Harry groaned. Sorry, wrong reaction. Fuck. <laughs> A year ago, he'd have given anything to hear her say those words. Then came the Triwizard Tournament. He drew his mouth into a line, trying to think of the most painless way to let her down, other than the truth. 
sorry, I can't go out with you because every time I see you, I suffer from crushing, paralyzing, debilitating guilt on account of it's my fault your previous boyfriend is dead. Jesus, Harry. Uh, Fuck. I mean, just talk about, like, can you only tell the truth or can you only lie? Fuck, Harry. (laughs) You didn't actually tell her that because that'd be mean. That's what he was thinking. I was drawing my face into a line for you. You were. I appreciated it. It was real creepy. Yeah. He cast about for some excuse, some way out of this extremely awkward situation, when he had his son brainstorm. Sure. Because <laughs> that's how to get out of it. Yep. Just agree. <laughs> yeah. That's how we get out of things. Yes. <clears throat> uh, sure, he said to her. Only, could we double date with Victor Crumb and Hermione? Her folks are a little nervous about her dating someone who's already out of school. Oh my god, so awkward. And this way they won't be alone. Double date, she echoed, considering the proposal. Uh, well, all right, I suppose so. She looked at the other Ravenclaws who were waving her on. Oh, my God. oh, I have to be going now. I'll see you on the train? Probably, Harry replied. Until tomorrow. Whatever. <laughs> she smiled shyly at him. Until tomorrow. She rejoined her friends who huddled around her, obviously getting the lowdown on what had happened between the two of them. Harry returned to the table and picked up the bill, getting out his money bag to pay it. Since he already promised he would. Money bag. It's oh. Potter. Uh-huh. He's like, what's it? Um, McScrooge. Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. But like, Oh yeah, okay, diving we, into the... Can we talk about Harry being a fucking dog where he's going on a double date where he's the one who's double dating? Right? I know. Oh, that's true. He's Pulling a classic Flintstone water buffalo episode. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god! My oh my god! Peach wine almost came out of Sarah's nose. That would be a miracle. <laughs> that was real close. So ten points for the fucking Flintstones reference. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's technically, also, really a Boy Meets World reference. Oh that reference is yeah. the Flintstones. Oh, Boy Meets World's so good. Yeah, so I've good. never seen it. It was good in the '90s. I have no idea if it's still good now. I'm kind of afraid to watch it because it might. Fall it's still good. Is it still good? I don't know. I've yeah. never seen it. You didn't grow up with TJF. Happy birthday, Sarah. Um, I actually did grow up with TJF, so go fuck yourself. I'm not that old. I know. I'm just teasing. It's cool. I'm only turning 29, Ashley. I know. You're not like. I know. I feel like I'm fucking older than shit. I'm older than you. I know you are. I know. That's why I only have three gray hairs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You don't have any at the moment. I know, because I died of. (laughs) Sorry. All right. So, Harry's playing show. Let's see. Um, Harry's, oh, he paid the bill. He calmly gave the waitress five gold galleons. He wanted to leave her a generous tip after what Fred and George had put her through. Okay, sorry, pause. A galleon is bigger than a sickle, right? It's the biggest one. Okay. So, he gave her three gold galleons. Five. Five gold galleons. Like 50 bucks. Do you know how much money that is? Because in the previous episode, we could get strippers for 19 sickles. Yes, true. So, what kind of amazing shit? Like, there better be a giraffe on this fucking train. Yeah. Right? I think a galleon. No, they're they're, um, a cafe in Diagon Alley, remember? There better be a giraffe at this cafe. Maybe they were eating giraffe steaks. I wonder what this tastes like. Weird, exotic foods. Or, you know, fucking, there's Fred and George and Bill and Ron, and they're all teenage boys. They probably had, like, 18 meals each. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. 
They get hollow leg syndrome. Yeah, because my brother Quipping. always eats, like, it's all like this food like, half of ours. What, Hannah? I said that's a huge-ass tip. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. his dick. Uh, his dick. <laughs> oh, my brother was listening to the podcast, and he was like, which one doesn't have a lot of dick in it? He's <laughs> like, there's None a lot of, of like his dick in this episode. Like, sorry. I mean, you listen to a podcast where we talk about dicks sometimes. Yeah. Sorry, it happens. <laughs> Seriously, you're a grown ass man. Deal with the dick. Yeah, he has one. Brooklyn he should be wife. able to deal with it. Um, let's see. Bill, in the meantime, had gotten her name so he could owl her. Fancy Bill picking up the waitress. <laughs> Hermione couldn't take it anymore. Finally, she burst out. Well, what was that all about? Harry smiled at her. That was me being sneaky. She was asking me out, and I was trying to figure out how to tactfully turn her down. Bill was floored. He'd seen how pretty she was. So apparently Bill is a fucking horn dog. Yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, Seriously. <laughs> Harry sighed. He hasn't met Fleur yet, I guess. Yeah, no, he hasn't yet. Or no, he did. At the Triwizard Tournament, right? Oh, yeah, they do meet. That's supposed to be the time that they're like... Getting, getting to know each other. Yeah. Instead, Bill's fucking hitting on waitresses and getting to know. Damn Bill. Get with Flem. <laughs> fucking Flem means a date, so she can stop being so horrible. Um, right. So Bill was floored. He'd seen how pretty she was. Why? Harry sighed. Because of the blinding guilt, Cedric Diggory was her boyfriend. Bill nodded, and Harry went on. Anyway, I got a great idea then, and I told her I'd go out with her if we double-dated with you and Victor. You see? You see? Harry Hermione frowned. No. We'll fix them up. We'll arrange for them to be alone together a lot. They're both seekers. They'll have that in common. And we'll be beastly to them without actually breaking up with them. And before you know it, Victor's going to be looking pretty good to her, and Cho's going to be looking pretty good to him. And Victor will break up with you instead of you having to break up with him. And they'll be together, and your problem will be solved. Forever and ever and Oh, fuck. Plus Harry's, two days. Harry's what a, a fucking puppet master over here. He's a dick. He's such a dick. I mean, if you made it through all seven books without being like, Harry, you're kind of a jackass and you never do anything for yourself, then you're not reading the same story that I'm reading. Although, the fact, you can tell us this is fan fiction because at this point, Dudley's a really nice guy it's and true. Harry's kind of an it's asshole. It's true. Dudley oh, has like better marks than Harry at this point. Almost more than the sex at this point. That's the biggest giveaway that you're reading fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. 100% agree. And it's Dudley was like, I'm why sure didn't you buy worse. Harry any presents for his birthday? Weird. Yeah, he would fucking never say that. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because this is the book where Dudley starts to become less of an asshole because of the encounter with the Dementors. Yeah, but that's later on. So the on. fact that, like... No, exactly. So the fact that that didn't happen and he's just, like, being a nice guy, like, no, that's so weird. Yeah, it's definitely weird. Anyway. Anywho's little baby. Anyway. George had his mouth hanging open. Did I actually hear you say that Hermione doesn't want to be with Victor Crumb anymore? Yes, Harry hissed at him. But I'd keep it quiet, would you, all of you? If Cho finds out that's what I said I'd go out with her, my name would be Mud, and so would Hermione's. Ginny was perplexed. Mud or mud blood, Harry. <laughs> mm. 
Sorry. Well, her name's already Mudblood. <laughs> Hermione Mudblood Granger. Granger. Mm-hmm. Not as good as Saggy Tits. <laughs> no. But Hermione, when you wrote to me when you first arrived in Bulgaria, you said, Not now, Ginny, Hermione whispered, running her finger across her throat. Fuck, Hermione. Jesus. Uh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> Hermione cutthroat. That was an extreme reaction. Shut your face or I'll murder you. Jesus Christ. Um, that was an escalation. Right? Ginny's still confused. She turned to Harry. So, she said, you don't like Cho Chang anymore? I don't dislike her, but I don't want to go out with her. And yet you are. Just until you can get her and Victor thrown together enough times. Ginny nodded, but looked unconvinced. Their conversation had gone largely unnoticed, except by Hermione. George and Fred were deciding who was going to be on whose team when they returned to the borough to play Quidditch after lunch. Ron will be a keeper and Harry can be on his team as a seeker, George said. They can have Bill for their chaser and Hermione can be their beater. Hermione turned her head suddenly when she heard this. Hold on, George. Me and broomsticks. You'll be fine. You can use Ginny's old clean sweep. It's as slow as molasses. And his beater, all you have to do is whack the bulgers. The bludgers, sorry, not the bulgers. (laughs) That's totally different. Um, so I have to fly with one hand she said horrified anyway Fred interjected before she could raise any more objections that means I get to be chaser on our team George can be our beater we'll take it easy on you girls on you gets sorry it wouldn't be fair for Charlie to play seeker so he'll play keeper and we'll put Ginny in as seeker ah that's where the title comes from yep the ringer because Ginny's a fucking ringer and then Harry's gonna be like oh my god yeah She's also a seeker. Just like that. Just like that. That's what he sounds like. It is. That's how you should read Harry from now on. I'll try. Okay. Uh, George and Fred exchanged mischievous looks. What are they up to, wondered Harry. Ginny herself looked like she was bursting, too. Charlie must be an unbeatable keeper, thought Harry. Well, it all comes down to who gets the snitch. One hundred to nothing, Bill cried triumphantly as he put the quaffle past his younger brother, Charlie, for the tenth time. Then he screamed and swerved out of the way as a bludger came hurtling at him from Hermione's paddle. Damn it, Hermione, he hollowed. For the last time, we're on the same team. Oops, Oops she yelled from across the end of the field. Sorry. Sorry. She... Oh, Harry. Thanks, Neville. Oh. Sorry, Harry. No, that's what it sounds like in the freaking audio books. Oh, yeah. Jim like, Dale? Oh, oh, my God, yeah. Jim Dale was just... Harry. Harry. Hello. Oh, Harry. Oh, my God. I found an... um. I was on YouTube, and I found somebody who was reading the first book, and they were they were trying to do, like, a fake British accent. That was real, real spotty. It was so bad. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Just, like, on and off. And they labeled it as, like, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, audiobook, Jim Dale. Right? Nope. It was them going, like, oh, Harry Potter. <laughs> so, so bad. Like, oh, God. Yeah, it was. I, I lasted about a minute and a half before I wanted to stick forks in my ears. It was not good. <laughs> Alright, so do we think that Ginny's gonna fucking swoop the snitch from out of Harry's hands and win the game? What do we think? Yes. She's gonna kick ass. She is. 
And apparently Charlie is a shitty, shitty keeper because he can't fucking stop a single ball. Wasn't he Quidditch captain, though? He was. At one um, point? I think Charlie was a seeker. Oh. That's why friends were, were pretending to be nice by putting him as keeper and putting Ginny in as seeker to give him like an even playing field. Uh, but it didn't work. All right. That's how. Seriously. All right. Damn it, Hermione healed. For the last time, we're on the same team. Oops, she yelled <laughs> in the field. Sorry. She'd been blindly whacking bludgers all game, most of the time in the direction of Harry, Ron, and Bill, it seemed, though Fred and Ginny had, kept some, had had some near misses. Harry flew in circles near where Ron and Ginny had, uh, was playing keeper, hovering in front of the middle of three hoops. He scanned the field, looking for the snitch. Ginny didn't seem to be paying much attention at all. She was laughing at something George had said, and the two of them were chiding Charlie. To Harry's confusion, it turned out that Charlie was a terrible keeper, and Ron was a great one. Granted, Fred was playing chaser for them, and he didn't do that on the school team. He usually played beater alongside George. But Fred had gotten off some nice shots that looked guaranteed to give the other team some points, and Ron had intercepted every one of them. Harry was impressed. He was starting to wonder at the way Fred distributed the players. However, Hermione was a menace, mostly to her own teammates. But Bill was quite impressive as a chaser, and Ron seemed to be an unbeatable as a keeper. Meanwhile, every quaffle got past Charlie. George was his good beater, but uh, had spent it... Oh, my God. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> Truth. Anyway, um, George was a good beater, but having to spend half his time ducking wild bludgers coming from Hermione, and Fred wasn't getting a quaffle past Ron at all. That left Harry a seeker on his team and Judy another team. Why didn't Fred claim me for his team, he wondered. And then he blinked, and suddenly there was Ginny flying around the field, holding the struggling snitch in her over her head in triumph, her face glowing, and Fred, George, and Charlie hooting with delight. <laughs> That's 150 to 100, our game, cried Fred, laughing. <laughs> okay. Harry stared at Ginny. Her long red hair flowed out behind her. She looked like she couldn't stop smiling if she tried. And he felt a grin oh. creeping over his own face somehow, even though he wasn't used to losing at Quidditch. Hermione looked at him with narrowed eyes. They played three more times, and each time, although Harry's team was up by more than 100 points, Ginny grabbed the snitch and won for the other side. Harry never saw it until it was clutched in her hand. It was almost time for dinner, and then they would be have to get up early the next day to go to London. Ministry cars were being provided. So they decided to stop playing. Fred, George, and Charlie and Ginny couldn't stop laughing. Bill <laughs> clapped Harry on the shoulder. I should have warned you, he said to Harry, or I should have insisted on changing teams. What? Harry was confused. Well, I figured it was you, Harry. If anyone could beat her, I thought you could, after seeing you get past that dragon last year. And I knew Ron was unbeatable as a keeper. You mean, Ginny's a ringer, Fred howled with glee. Sorry, Harry, it was too fun seeing the look on your face, Charlie guffawed. George put his arm around Harry's shoulders. You see, Harry, George started to explain, and what Harry thought is his spiffing what-what imitation Percy voice. Ginny is a ringer, <laughs> a natural seeker like Charlie. She can do it with her eyes shut and in her sleep. You never had a prayer. What do you mean, like me, asked Charlie. I've never beaten her. 
Ginny blushed, but she's not interested in playing at school. All those people watching, she whispered shyly, not looking at Harry. Oh, Fred yelled, sounding like Hermione when she was trying to get a teacher to call on her, who was ignoring her. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Usually Snape, <laughs> that's exactly what it says next, is ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> What's with you? Bill snarled at him. I just realized Oliver's out of school now, and with the Triwizard Tournament last year, there wasn't any Quidditch, so we didn't have time to think about it. But we need a new captain and a new keeper for the Gryffindor team. Yeah, Harry agreed. I forgot all about that. And you can be our new captain, Harry, Fred said triumphantly. Me? What about you? Oh, I don't want responsibility. Rousing people out of bed early morning for early morning practice. Boring people silly with strategy sessions. And you think I'd be good at that? I never even gave much thought to strategy. I should just keep an eye on the snitch. But Harry, you have clout. We'd have our captain Harry Potter, who defeated you-know-who. Harry Potter was winner of the Triwizard Tournament. Come on, Harry. Okay, okay. But who actually decides who's captain of the team anyway? The other players. George and I will vote for you, and we'll tell the others too. I don't think Alicia wants it. She's head girl. Already has enough to do. And Angeline and Katie probably wouldn't want it, so that leaves you. Of course, we still need a keeper. It's captain. You pick who the new keeper is. Harry smiled at Ron. Then I pick Ron. How about it? You want to? Of course, it won't be official until I'm elected captain, but it sounds like Fred and George have thought of everything. Ron didn't jump at the chance, though. Well, it's not that I don't want to be the keeper, but when I play, I also like to be chaser. I'm also pretty good at that, not to brag. Well, then, Harry thought fast. You can be keeper, but you can also be reserve chaser in case anything happens to one of them. Then I can be reserve keeper, and he trailed off trying to flesh out the remaining roster in his mind. Then he had a sudden inspiration, and Ginny can be the reserve seeker. Ginny jerked her head up, opening her mouth to protest, then catching sight of the pleading look on Harry's face. She closed her mouth, and she and Harry looked at each other. He didn't mind looking at her for as long as it took to get her to say, All right, she said softly, I'll do it. Harry threw his arms around her and picked her up in a twirling hug, like when he had gotten off the night bus the previous evening. When he put her down, she was redder than he'd ever seen her, trying hard not to look deliriously happy and was feeling horribly. Hermione looked like she had steam coming out of her ears. She turned her back on them all and trudged back to the burrow without speaking to anyone. What's with her, Ron said, watching her go. And that's the end of our chapter. <gasps> what? Yeah. Cliffhanger. I know. Well, we know why Hermione's Angry Hermione. I mean, I would oh, be too. God. Yeah, except that she's got a boyfriend and right. has never showed any interest in Harry. Right. And now all of a sudden she's like, Harry's touching other girls. Ooh, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeez, next so. chapter, guys. Yeah. Hermione's reputation. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, where's she could do? <laughs> and watch oh. that stupid movie. Sure. <laughs> so what do we think is wrong with Hermione's reputation? Uh, she doesn't have one? <laughs> well, she does. She's a brainiac. Um, but is that worth naming a title over? No. Look, I drew Ginny catching the snitch. You did. <laughs> oh, complete beautiful. with her saggy tits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
That's pretty awesome. Right? I'm good at drawing people. <laughs> you are magical. All right, so that is the end. Next week, we'll read about Hermione's reputation and drink wine and pair it with candy. I'm super excited. Excited. For the wine yeah. and the candy. Yeah. And Hannah will be here, so we don't have to worry about stupid Skype and it's lagging, lagging. We yeah, message. it's live and in the flesh. Yeah, we should message um, the guys from like last podcast on the left and see how they do. How, okay. how they do. That's your job because <sighs> I'm so already putting right, everything else up. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, you will. I already like post all of her stuff. And I know, but that's because you understand social media. And you I can message people. That's why I, you're in charge of like emailing people who write the fanfic. I know. They never get back to me, but whatever. One day they can. <laughs> One day they will get back to me about a story they have written ten years ago. <laughs> One of these days. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, that story that I didn't finish in two thousand. <laughs> Should I give her nipples? Um, I feel like she is probably cold. Yeah. Because it's at night. So, yeah. yeah, why not? So she needs a little nipply dipply. She needs a little nipply dipply. Is that bipply. Nipply bipplies. The nipply bipplies. Oh, there okay. we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That's cool. Um, we went into my weird world for a moment. We did. And that's okay. We like your weird world. Uh, so that's it for tonight. Please follow us on Instagram. If you do, you'll get to see some sweet trench foot. Uh, some more Ginny Saggy Tits yeah. Weasley. as drawn by Ashley. Um, and whatever weird random meme picture I decide to post because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Um, so follow us. Follow yeah. us. We'll follow you. Um, we're Ooh. also on Twitter at Fickingtastic. <laughs> when I remember to tweet. Yeah. Fickingtastic. Picking. And of course on Facebook at Fanfic Fantastic. Um, send us your stories if you want us to read them. Yeah. Give oh. us suggestions for other stories. We need um, some Christmas stories. Mm-hmm. Some Christmas fanfic for our sweet, sweet Christmas mm-hmm. special. Send it to us at fanficantastic at, at gmail.com. Sorry, don't forget to subscribe. Tell your friends. If you like us, give us a rating. Even nice. if you don't like us. If you don't like us, yeah, tell your friends. They don't can give come us, and walk us, yeah. too. Yeah, that's but, fine. Yeah, don't give us sad ratings, please. No, no thank we're you. We're so cool. We're so super cool. We are super cool. Yep. My first year of French, that's all anybody could say. They'd be like, bonjour, oui, super cool. That's all they knew. Super <laughs> it was, cool. It was a really stupid class. I took French for two years, and the only French I remember is from... The Eddie Izzard stand-up. <laughs> oui, la Solange. La Solange est sur la bise. Oh, my God. <laughs> à la chatte sur les chaises. <laughs> Dans l'autobus. <laughs> oh, God. Eddie Izzard is magical. Yep. Okay, bye. <laughs> That's bye. it. Tune in next week. Same bad chimes, same bad channel. What was it? Shit. What was it? Don't ride. Don't ride a donkey. Don't ride donkeys. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'm professional. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye.